yeah. I even got the tagline. Let me pull up the tagline. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about it. I was like, cousin time. I was like, getting to know cousins who don't really know each other. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the Paul and Chase show is fine, but I was like, cousin, maybe we can use that. Like, a, whenever we get serious, it'd be like, cousin time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if we can, I would like to do it Thursday. I mean, I, we got to, we got to start getting yeah. our, our name out there and, and, you know, yeah. doing the, you know, all the stuff. Like, I, I just, I, I hate doing, putting the show out and then putting the social media stuff about, but I know that that's what we have to do. So this week will be 63 episode. Then hopefully we can have it come out this Thursday coming up. Hopefully. Okay. You know, I, will, I will ask. Yeah. If she can, it'd be great. If not for sure by that next one, because then we're already what five, shit, six episodes, seven episodes in. Yeah. You know, it's important we get that going. So, but tell us, I thank you either way. No rush. No rush. <laughs> no rush, but rush it. No. All right. Yeah. Because I get distracted with my looking at my own ugly ass self. I get you. You want to bring us in, let's Mr. Go. PG? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. What you know about rolling down in the deep? When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put that shit in slow motion, yeah. I feel like an astronaut in the ocean, eh? What you know about rolling down in the deep? When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put that shit All in right, slow motion, All right, welcome everybody. Yeah. Good evening, good day, like and good afternoon. However, whenever you are listening cool. to us, welcome but back. Yeah, and thank you for listening to the Paul and Chess show, aka listening to Paul and Chess. We're still working with the title. How are you doing, Primo? Yeah, chilling, man. Just trying to make it, you know, another day, another dollar. Yeah, that Primo, I sounded white. Primo. <laughs> Primo. <laughs> That's a lot better. Yeah, uh, I, I get a lot of flack. And they're like, isn't he uh, Mexican? I'm like, is he though? I can get places you can't because my skin's white on the outside. But I'm brown on the inside. Give me the bones. <laughs> they say you sound country yeah that's like where he is country oh yeah no, i just had you know a few topics man uh so have you heard today that uh human remains uh yeah. said belonging to brian laundry were found in a florida nature park you hear about that yeah yeah i saw that they uh found uh remains and then items that did belong to him right yeah i, I figured that was going to happen i didn't think he was going to come willingly i'm sure nah. that I mean, what do you think happened to her? Do you think that it was just a straight murder? Like he just killed her because he was mad or what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think, I mean, listening to the, you know, the true crime podcast, usually it's, it's a crime of what do they call it? Um, just a, yeah, a crime of passion, instant, you know, right away, uh, domestic violence kind of thing. And, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I got the feeling that he did it, but didn't mean to, like you said, like maybe he was in the passion of the moment. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, shit. Or like maybe they were wrestling or something. And he's like, when you're one of those you see in movies where they she gets thrown down and hits her head. Yeah. On and hits, bed, yeah you know? I, I mean, I honestly, I honestly think that's what, you know, just quick snap, violent anger. And you do something to ruin, you know, your life, their life and, you know, families. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess with Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> going yeah. After he got scared. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I better not see no dreadlocks coming through. Yeah. Or not yeah. dreadlocks, a blonde, big, blonde, a long blonde hair. Yeah, I'd be scared too, man. That's just a big dude, man. Yeah, right. My fucking elbow, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was heard, like eighty-three years old now. Yeah, I heard an interview with him. He's like, uh, he can't carry a gun because he's a felon. Yeah. So uh, if you have, if everybody's out there, if you ever want to know like an interesting dude, like research his life. Like this dude, he was in a, a motorcycle gang. I think he did like five years in, in I think in Texas, he did five years for being a accessory to murder yeah uh, what, was when it, he was younger wasn't there was like a another story like after his show got famous they went down to mexico 
to go get some guy and then like the fbi like raided him and his uh kids kids yeah. house because it was like a kid they call it kidnapping because they brought him you know across country i don't know what the the outcome of that case was but yeah i know like the, they got raided by like the fbis or fbi or whatever yeah i mean there are a lot of things like moving parts but from what i heard in the interview he was basically like he knew the judge in mexico like when mm-hmm. he went there, it's like one of those, like, I don't go in another man's refrigerator without going to the boss first type thing. So mm-hmm. he went to the government and was like, hey, I'm here. I'm looking for these people or looking for this guy or whatever. Um, and they kind of gave him the OK. And apparently he while he was in jail or whatever, called the judge that was presiding over that case. Mm-hmm. And he was like, just show up to court on your court date. I'll handle everything. And when he showed up on court, they were like case dismissed and okay. he was free to go. So. I mean, I don't I guess the guy was like a, a murder, like murdered his wife or something. Right. So I think that's why they kind of let him slide, because usually kidnapping is involuntary moving somebody from one room to the next. So I could I could see why they said it was a, a kidnapping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens yeah. with that. Brian Laundrie. I'm, I'm interested well, to see. it ain't a show until. Uh, oh, yeah. What you got? Yeah, there? No, that's. Fresh hop IPA, no white clothes in this bitch today. <laughs> I saw a dude today, uh, older dude, probably like late, or late 50s, maybe early 50, middle, middle to late. He had two 12 packs of Miller Light, put them on the thing, and then went back and then got like two cases of white claw. I'm like, yeah, dang, sounds like my a- kind of party. Yeah, I wonder if that's for the wife or if that's for him. You know what I mean? Sometimes they go easy, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're chilling on a Sunday and you know, ain't got nothing to do, yeah, a little claw. Yeah, I had a couple of thoughts, man. Uh, you know. I always feel weird when I eat bananas. Does that ever happen to you? Like what? Because they're shaped like a dick. <laughs> That's to- toxic masculinity, bro. We think it's from that. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> like, what do you mean? The, the texture or peeling it? Or well, what? no, it's like, okay, well, I guess my, my thing comes from because uh, a couple of months ago, uh, my wife was telling me that she was driving her car and she peeled back a banana. And uh, I guess she was at like a stoplight or, or something like that. And she like was eating the banana. She looked over and there were these three dudes just like, yeah, like mad yeah. dogging her in the car. And she's like, oh, my God. It's so, like ever since then, like. Uh, the other day I was eating a banana driving to work and I kind of like, I mean, you can't see people out there listening, but mm-hmm. I just ducked my head and like took a bite and it came back up, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I was like, you know what? But I just, I feel <laughs> a little like. You feel judged, but I, yeah, I see, I feel, I, I feel judged eating in the car. So yeah. for example, like Jenny likes uh, uh, fried gizzards. So we went up to this spot and got some gizzards. She's trying to feed me in the car. And I'm like, I feel like everybody in the world is like, yeah, fat boy, you finna eat right now. So I was like, no, you eat. <laughs> you know, I was like, don't. Or I'll like, get one and I'll sneak. Even if it's like a banana, you know, I'll just sneak it in my in, in a throat real quick. But yeah, I don't like to eat in the car. Just for that reason, I feel like judged. You mm-hmm. know, they're like, man, look at this dude. It's like, it's like, you know, that's why you are the way you are. Yeah, I, I know that feeling, man. I know I feel judged where like, I, I go to like a Sonic and, yeah. uh, you know, they have the I don't know if they have them there, but they have like the trash cans with the long extension. Yeah, you can just throw McDonald's bags. Yeah, I see that you brought up bananas. The thing is, um, I've seen I've fallen down uh, YouTube wormholes mm-hmm. uh, on uh, but like bananas, because apparently bananas are i guess kind of modified to fit your hand in a perfect way mm-hmm. like the, if you next time you hold a banana you know the way the grooves fit yeah. and also uh apes and monkeys and stuff don't open bananas like we do they open them from the back yeah. like the, the tail end of them that's how they they open them so apparently there's a better way to open them than we we do yeah i actually started doing that when i found that out a couple of years ago like yeah. not where the where it's connected to the branch at the bottom mm-hmm. of the banana. It actually is a little bit easier. Yeah, that's what they uh, they open it from there. So yeah, there's a monkey's yeah. breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. So so was that was that it? Was just because it was a shape like a phallus? Yeah, I guess so. But it's just one of those. I don't know, man. It just 
I'm I'm comfortable with my sexuality, but at the same time, I just don't want to be made fun of. So maybe there's some subconscious oh, things. Yeah, no, I, I'm a, I'm gonna hit that joke. What is it? Uh, super batteries. Like you know what foods are shaped like dicks? The best kind. Remember, because he gets in trouble for drawing them, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he yeah. can't eat anything that's shaped like he's like pop popsicles and corn dogs and stuff. He's like yeah. the best kind. Wow, wow. Yeah. I uh, so I ended up watching Squid Games, and yeah, I I couldn't get past the first episode. I tried. I, I maybe I can't remember if I was in the right mind frame, but I tried listening to it dubbed, and then I tried mm-hmm. listening or tried watching it with the subtitles. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get through it, man. I couldn't get through it, so I was like, okay. Well, let me you know go to the next episode. And I mean, I'm thinking it's because it was so overhyped that I expected this groundbreaking series to mm-hmm. just blow my mind away. And I I guess I went against my you know I gave it four episodes. So that's what I like to do. Any kind mm-hmm. of series I start. But I just couldn't get through it's the second episode. Yeah. And I'm just saying, ah, you know, I get the games. It's funny, you know, not funny, but it, I get it. But it's just a funny way to, I don't know, to to process it. I think it could have been done a lot better, but I don't know. I just I didn't get the. Do you think it was because it wasn't a good show, which it was? So I don't know where you're coming from because pe- people were, were hyping it. For example, sometimes I'll go into that mindset like I've I've only watched maybe two half episodes of uh, Game of Thrones. Just because okay. everybody was hyping it. So yeah. I've watched half of the first episode. And then when I would go to New York, they were really big uh, fans of Game of Thrones. So every Sunday they'd watch it and I'd be doing something mm-hmm. else. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the the filming was great. I think the actors were really good. It, it was, The show was done well, but I think it was because it was overhyped so much that I was expecting something fantastic. And mm-hmm. then, you know, then I started going on, you know, forums and they're kind of like, you know, it starts off slow. It does. But then it really starts kicking. So I think that's something that I'm going to try to revisit. But my time is real. I got to be picky and choosy with my time, you know, Mm because I play video games. I take the kids. And so I was like, I got to pick, Okay, watch series or, you know, hop on some video games. So I just usually I mean, shit, um, this is somebody who's watching Game of Thrones for the second time. But yeah, Mr. PG. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'll I'll get back to it and and I'll try to give a uh, a a better response. But I don't know. I just maybe I just went in the mind frame. I don't know. I mean, your time was so precious. I'm I'm sorry you have to jump on the record today. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I always got time for you, bro. I always got time for you. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh. Uh, you sent me something about games, games as kids. Yeah. So I'm planning to do, I know y'all said, stop talking about my podcast. I want to do a breakdown of squid game, but not the actual episodes. I want to break down kind of what they mean, like a, for, as like a human story, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you saw it, you can see it was like the desperation of a character. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the very first game is red light, green light. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get killed. A lot of them decide to leave and then their greed comes back to them and then they all come back, you know, or, or a majority mm-hmm. of them come back. So I want to yeah. try to break it down that way in like a simpler way, just how I see it. But the more that I've thought about it, because, you know, there's going to be Quid Game America or, or U.S. Yeah. version of it. So I'm assuming it'll be something like Hopscotch or something like that, because, you know, like the way the Squid Game was uh, out. So then I started writing down a list of games that we played as kids. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I, we you would come down in the summer. So we used to play games like Mildew. Mm-hmm. which I think we got that from Eddie because uh, Eddie's a little bit older than us. Yeah. And that game, I don't know who invented it, but it was if you had something in your hand, somebody would slap it out of your hand, call mildew, and it's theirs. I remember we bullied you from like some fruit. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were at uh, Santa Maria and you had yeah. you were peeling like an orange or somebody slapped it out of you. We did it like three times to you. Yeah. And I cried. So I remember that story. <laughs> so I wanted to, so I sent you a list so we can go through the list real quick. Mm-hmm. So we mildew, 
We played doorknob. Did you ever play doorknob? Uh, what is that? Doorknob ditch. So if you were, yeah, no, if you were in a, a room and you farted, you had to uh, yell safety. And if you didn't yell safety, somebody called doorknob and they'll just beat the shit out of you. So you could run over and touch the doorknob. Oh, Did you ever play that? No, I played that. Uh, we played that. <laughs> okay. Let me start marking them off here on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Now, okay. I was looking at the list and I'm like, hey, there's only like two or three of them that. Yeah. So, mildew, doorknob, uh, buns up. You ever do buns up? Yeah. We call that wall ball. We call that wall, wall ball. Yeah. So, yeah. if I if I had it right, because I, I was just trying to go through in my head. So, did we throw the ball against the wall? You had to catch it. But if you fumbled it, you had to run over to the wall. And if somebody picked it up and threw it uh, and, and hit the wall before you touched the wall, you had to bend over and let somebody hit you with the ball. Or yeah. you know, throw the tennis ball at you, so that, yeah. that had it right. But mm-hmm. is it pick it up and throw it, or you had to like slap it? Uh, it, to be honest, what I can remember is it was exactly that somebody would throw it against the wall. Whoever tried to like jump up and grab it, if they fumbled it, mm-hmm. then they had to run to the wall before they hit the wall. You had a chance to peg them. Yeah. If uh, and I, so I don't remember lining up and all that, but I remember that if they fumble it, somebody gets to get the ball and peg the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, pegging. Uh-huh. So, speaking our, our of uh, t- speaking of toxic ma- masculinity, uh, pegging. Mm-hmm. Uh, bloody knuckles. That sounds familiar. Refresh my. It memory. was like uh, I think you would put your your hand down or like you know your your fist on a table and you would flick like quarters across you know across yeah. the table and hit them in their knuckles. If I had that no, right, doesn't sound no. Doesn't sound here. No. Damn it, Paul. Fuck well, how about uh? Me. Did you ever pencil fight? A pencil break. Pencil break. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was next on my list. Pencil break. Yeah, it was we, uh, no, no tapsies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We used to uh, remember when the, the huskies came out, the big, big ass. Yes, sir. Uh, what, what was the hard one? The China, the China pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 so, fun, yeah. So for those people out there, just uh, nostalgia purposes. So you would sometimes you would sacrifice your favorite pencil. Oh, and uh, you couldn't uh, br- no braces, no yeah, braces because yeah. you would mm-hmm. you would brace it on the bottom. So basically, it's, it's pencil break. Tap the pencil. One person holds their pencil horizontally. Yeah. And then the other one like tries to, you know, does a little item like flicks their pencil onto the opposing pencil and you uh you can crack backs. So if mm-hmm. you crack the pencil, mm-hmm. you could uh hit it again, but you go back and forth hitting uh hitting with pencils. I remember the huskies because they were kind of thick, or the China, the yellow China pencils were the best. Yeah, I remember people had like their prize fighters, like their pencils would be all dented up and shit. And be like, yep. This is the champion right here, you know. Yep. And, yeah, you were- once I learned to hit it right at that metal. Where the yeah, eraser to, hits the metal, yeah. like I mm-hmm. was unstoppable after that. And oh, some people would cheat and pull the eraser off and squeeze the metal tip to make mm-hmm. it like like mm-hmm. jagged or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. What about a uh, ding dong ditch? Yeah, we did that all the time, man. Did that all the time. Yeah. 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 I have a I have a good story. Uh, when I was a, a kid, we lived off of uh, where do we live? Running Meat Apartments. Mm-hmm. And my uncle lived in one apartment, and we were good friends with the neighbor. It was Jesse's friend because the dude was Jesse's age. And we would kick, you know, bang on doors and run or whatever. But one one time he it was a second story apartment and he grabbed like a, a rock and he threw it through the window. And the guy just happened to the who lived there happened to be like a sheriff or a cop or something. And he chases my friend like all the way around all the way around the apartments. I went the other way. And uh, so I'm like waiting at his house, like near my house. I see his mom and she's like, hey, where's, you know, so and so. And I was like, I don't know. I think he ran that way. And then um, I see my friend. So we go I, I go out looking for him and I see him and I just see him running. He's like, run, run, run. And the cop is still chasing him. I'm like, oh, shit. So so, you know, like the the apartment pools, you know, they're like fenced in, but there's like a pool and then like a like hot hot tub or whatever, you know, like normal Mm -hmm. apartments. Mm -hmm. So he books it around the fence and I, I there's like a little ledge and I hide there. So the the sheriff comes running and he stops because he doesn't see us. But as soon as he stops and turns, I'm right there. 
So at his last stop, I, he mm-hmm. grabs me and then he he drags me over and he's like, where do you live? Where do you live? He's like dragging me by my shirt. And I look, I can look in the window. I see my mom's taking a nap on the, on the couch. And I was like, I live at this apartment. So I, I said, I lived and she's like, uh, the neighbor didn't get mad, but he's like, they fucking threw something through my window or whatever. And that mm-hmm. was, that's all I remember that. But yeah, yeah I just remember just being like, being not, well, she didn't find out until I was like 30. <laughs> shit, I told her, I said, the crazy shit. I'd be more scared of your mom than going to jail. Oh, wow. I, I, uh, that's why I said I saw my mom. I can remember that. I remember that I saw my mom and then I was like, I live over here. And I pointed mm-hmm. to the neighbor's house and she, they were cool. So she was like, oh yeah, he's going to get in trouble or whatever, but I never get in trouble. Mm-hmm. What about pitch up tackle where you, you just like throw, throw up the ball. If you picked it up, you had to run to the end zone. You got tackles and somebody. Had oh to throw yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We did that. Yeah. We did that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh, uh, I was thinking too, it'd be kind of interesting if they I, maybe they have it on Squid Games, uh, like a duck, duck, goose Squid Game, duck, or duck, like goose. or like a uh, a musical chair. <laughs> yeah, just, I like the I like the memes that are coming out. Yeah, uh, the one was like the masapan. It was like you know uh-huh. you did because you got to open up the you know the masapans on yeah, all yeah, of these yeah. breaks. Yeah, and then uh, we used to play like uh, drive by, and so you're on bikes, and then mm-hmm. people you would throw shit at people. It's like yeah, I mean I don't know. I mean this is the shit that we did, and like, you just ride your bike and start throwing <laughs> stuff or, or like jousting on your bike and stuff. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. I lived in, y'all lived in the projects for a minute, didn't y'all? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, <laughs> and we all didn't have that paint money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shit. My, like I said, my folks didn't shit. We were the poor. It wasn't until we got out of there. Maybe that was the reason that they started. You, doing we better. already said this. You were not poor. No. Yes, we're not. We we lived uh, a life of luxury. You, yeah. you were. It was. It was the Murdoffs and the Gonzalezes. <laughs> 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 Murdoch, yeah. right? Murdoch, yeah. I don't know. I can't say it right. Yeah, they're right up the road from Murdoch. I think it's, I think it's Murdoch that you make silent. Yeah, I yeah. think, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I was wrecking my brain. I was like, I took like the past day and a half trying to write stuff down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you watch any of the uh, London games that have been happening? No, nah. nah, I wake up too late. Oh, okay. True that. True that. Yeah. No, I, I just, if you ever get a chance, and I'm noticing this, is that I'm wondering if, because when they show the camera in the crowd, they show, football quote unquote fans but they have on different team jerseys and i have this feeling that the nfl is just giving them jerseys for them to wear because they're looking real crisp real yeah. clean it looks yeah, like the I, I, still I, I, in would, there. I would say even tickets yeah i mean because if it was like i mean i, I think the, the shittiest teams are the ones playing in london if it was like mm-hmm. uh tom brady versus pat mahomes i'm sure they'd have a full stadium but if it's, you know, Sunshine versus, you know, Tua Tagovailoa or something like that, like no one's going to want to see that shit. Yeah. Speaking of sucky, sucky teams, my Atlanta Falcons played the Jets and barely won in London. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, speaking of, that's what I meant. Shitty team. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see a team looks like Jacksonville may go there because Sha- Sha- I don't know, not Shaka Khan. What's his name? Shaka Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville uh-huh. Jaguars. He um, has, a, I think it's uh, some kind of soccer team over there i think it's part of the premier league so a lot of rumors going around that he's trying to move the jags over there but that would seem like such a an odd way for for a team you know it's like Mm -hmm. i like i'm up late so i'll see like the late college games and it's always like hawaii you know it's like two in the morning you're watching Mm -hmm. like a live hawaii game or something Mm -hmm. like that so i couldn't imagine eight teams wanting to go to london to play you know to have a full season out in london yeah, and I mean, the t- especially the time difference, how, how would they mm-hmm. work that out? I mean, that'd be interesting to see, but I can't tell if the Europe fans are enjoying it because they have the crowd noise in there, but uh, people who don't watch the NFL or any of that, m- mostly for your women out there, that last year during the quarantine when they had nobody in the stands, they actually dubbed crowd noise 
in during the games and it sounded just it sounded really it sounded real so maybe they're just kind of overhyping it we'll see you know but you know speaking of the pandemic uh when they because i think you is a ufc was the first one to hold an event right last year ufc yeah uh the yeah the fighting? mma mma fighting they were uh, the first i think ones. so i think so yeah. and then boxing did a few in the summer some really good fights and it was honestly like some of the best watching and listening to a fight because you could hear the the trainers yell to mm-hmm. a point to where one of the boxers said i can hear you he can hear his opponent's trainer telling yeah. him what to do and then the dude switched his tactic uh-huh. and the one that sticks out in my head is that the dude got hit with a body shot and you just hear him like like all the air go out of you know mm-hmm. out of his body and you know he didn't get up but you could hear the punches land you can hear the yelling you can hear the breathing you know stuff like that it was pretty cool i know yeah. the atmosphere now you know like canelo i think when he the dallas stadium he did last year uh 72,000 people it's like the the biggest the most people in a fight uh in history he has it you know it's out in, out in dallas yeah and there was nothing funnier last year which i guess was a ray of sunshine through all the pandemic was watching uh wwe wrestling with no crowd <laughs> they're yeah. out there anybody if you can go back to 2020 watch any of the fights that happen to see them sell everything out and to see them like act and perform the way they did with no crowd noise in the background everybody right. out there don't fucking go watch WWE. it is hilarious don't don't, don't do it <laughs> save yourself some time it is hilarious yeah. to see them with no crowd noise and you could hear silence in the background other than them talking and slapping each other like in the chest stuff like that shit was hilarious man. I used to love watching it. you're 39 why are you watching wrestling for uh, okay i'll watch it i love it's the still real to me damn it <laughs> yeah i love the undertaker you know i love you know, like, right Ray mysterio i was kind of the I, old school you know dog i i can't i can't act like you know are you like one of those people who will set time aside like you know the the undertaker's fighting you know, I don't know. Man, yeah, <laughs> nah, no, nah, they see the boy likes it. The older he, he likes yeah. wrestling. So sometimes he'll be watching it. I just kind of, you know, peep it. I'm like, I, I get it, man. It's entertainment. You know, I get it. You know? Yeah. Speaking of uh, masculinity, you know, two dudes in underwear mm-hmm. jumping on each other. <laughs> These are jokes, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, there's a Canelo fight coming up, right? In November. Uh, yeah. November the 6th. I'm getting uh, pretty hyped. They're starting to, uh you know bring out the hype videos and you know the mm. warm-up you know the uh what do you call them the behind the scenes and stuff like that they're they're starting to ramp it up so i'm excited man yeah there we go and uh yeah. i know everybody out there we have uh mostly women that listen to so if you guys can just get through the boxing talk we're just gonna throw a quick you know seven right real quick you know boxing <laughs> segment in there and then you know throw it out but uh that last story with uh tyson fury to hear that story that, that was a pretty interesting story so that's why i didn't cut out um, a lot of that talk. So people, if you could, you know, pay attention to it because it's, it's a decent story. It's a really good story. And, you know, kind of, again, from, you know, zero to hero kind of thing, you know, I love yeah, that I, I think it goes beyond not to get into it again. It goes beyond, you know, just the, the person who's fighting, you know, there's a person, there's a real person behind, you know, that facade that they have that are, do have their feelings, do get their feelings hurt, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get their ass, well, have to, you know, see, go deal with your family and stuff like that. So, um, he's talked about it a lot, you know, having mental mental health issues, and uh, he's a big advocate for it. Yeah, well, that's good, man. You know, mental health, man, that's a that's a big thing, especially to a pandemic. And I'll give everybody an update here in a couple more weeks, uh, just how everything's been going. But so far, so good, man. Yeah, I'm feeling good, feeling balanced, and everything's rolling, man. You know, wish wish the money was would come in a little bit better, but you know, it just it is well, what it shit, is. Shit, when you want to take a day off, I mean, 
I'm with and, Uncle Johnny on this one. Shit, ain't no days off here. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be getting scared to ask my dad for days off. You're fired. You can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I just you? I just had my uh, review, mid-year review. They don't, they on that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, let me show what we got here. Seven fifty-five. Uh, you said that uh, Jenny doesn't drink much. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say like a glass of wine here and there. Yeah. Is she, is she, is she, I'm assuming she's not like a drunk, drunk, like drinks and then gets plastered. No, 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 no. She, she's pretty good. She was like, okay, I'll do, I'll do two, you know, glasses of wine or, and that's it. She's really, she's always been really good at saying, oh, I'm just going to eat, you know, this, Mm -hmm. if there's a two pack of cookies, she can just eat one. I can't, yeah, I'm going to eat both. But yeah, she's real good at knowing when to, yeah. 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 The reason I ask, I, uh, uh, I heard it somewhere. I can't remember where, but it was a good topic where it's like, I, I don't, I like hanging out with the wife. I like going out and doing stuff with her, but sometimes she can drink a little too much mm-hmm. and it's very rare that she does. She'll have a couple of cocktails. I sit to kind of, you know, just, you know, cause she has to sleep with me. There's a reason, you know, I'm, I'm a lot prettier when she's drunk, but and she, a lot yeah, exactly. And a lot <laughs> I'm not as heavy on top, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> she, uh, you know, I, I just kind of started thinking that there was, I think we went out for, I think for the, I think we just went out for the weekend. I think, uh, mm-hmm. and I remember we were out and see, she's, not necessarily thin. She just has a a, a, a frame. Not well. She's a she's a dancer. So yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. ballet dancer, right? No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exotic. Welcome to the stage, <laughs> Mercedes. <laughs> but yeah, so I just was one of those like you know, and I told her, man, I was like, like I there's nothing more than I hate than taking care of my wife when she drinks too much, especially when I poke her and like you know, I, I think you're having a, a little. Why bit the double drink. standard though? What do you mean? Well, because I'm I assume well you don't drink. See, okay, the double standard on my end. I drink or I drink more. So I would be if you were going to say, like, who's going to get lit that night? Yeah. Put your bets on me. But if yeah. Jenny does that, like, I'll be like, man, fuck. Like, why would, why would you do? And I'm, you know, uh, I won't drink. So, you know, one of us has to drive home. So, yeah, let's just say it's me. And she had three glasses of wine and that shit bothers me for some reason. I don't yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. No. In that case, no. I, when I drink and I go out, I drink. I don't, you know, I drink, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I have three, four margaritas, come home, maybe you know, drink a six pack. I just, that was my vice was that when I would drink, I love the feeling. I would just keep drinking, drinking, drinking. Now it's kind of cut in half. So instead of going to the store after killing a 12 pack and two margaritas, now mm-hmm. it's all like on the way home, I'll have two or three drinks at out, you know, a good hard drink. And then I'll come mm-hmm. home and you know, get a, get a little six pack. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. there was just nothing worse that I hate. And it's happened a couple of times where they're very rare, but it still happens where I'm just, I, I don't like taking care of her while she's drunk, especially when I've dropped the cues and mm-hmm. they get it. Cause we'll Uber, we'll walk. Those are our things. We won't ever drive, but I just, yeah. I, and, and I told her and I'm gonna tell her again, I'm sure. Well, I don't know if she listens anymore, but it's just one of those like people out there, you know, especially if you're over 30, like, you know, handle your drinks. Cause she, I think she thinks she can drink with me, but mm-hmm. she can't, even though I don't drink, I can still drink, you know, especially with this weight on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's just yeah, one of those. We got to learn to to temper our temperaments, right? Because I don't know how you are when you're drunk. You know, like Jenny doesn't get crazy. She's just like, huh? I just like relax. You know, she'll start to do. I'm just relaxing. So I try not to get angry because you can't, uh, you know, you can't talk to someone who's inebriated, right? Because they're yeah, not going to exactly. understand. Mm-hmm. So I, I just try to like, oh, okay, come on, come on, you know, just like, let's go and let's go to sleep. And I, I try to remain conscious enough. If I've had one too many, just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything, you know, don't say anything stupid, go home, go to sleep or whatever. You know, I'm, I've learned to do that. You know, don't, don't, and then don't hold it against them the next day. Like, Oh, you, you drink too much. You know, I, I'm trying to learn how to do that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. And it's just one of those where she, um, when, you know, she likes to have a good time and I get that man. But at the same time, it's like, I'm having a good time. 
you know, my third gear starts hitting about four or five drinks in and it's, you know, 1030. I'm like, okay, like we about to get down, but then it usually turns into, you know, 1130, 12, we're back at the room or we have to go home or something like that. So it's like, ah, shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, which I guess is a good thing because I don't, I don't wake up the next day tired, hungover. Cause usually we got to get the kids or something like that. But I don't know. It's just one of those things. I don't know where they were talking about it. I think it was on a show or something where that dude was like, you know, no, he's like, I don't take care of her. Like, you know, I'll tell her like, you know, you're grown. Like you, you can't be going. I've already told you you're drinking too much. I've already told you, you know, you're going to throw up. You're going to feel sick the next day and you still do it. So it's kind of being a dick about it, but I kind of yeah. got that. Yeah, no, I, I don't like listening to those dudes because they, they're pushing like a different agenda. But yeah, uh, like if like, let's just say Jenny wakes up with a hangover mm-hmm. and I'd be like, do you like the way you feel? And she's like, no, I was like, well, then, you know, you know, next mm-hmm. time. And then uh, I don't like if she, like she's drinking something, she's like, oh, I have another. And I'm like, you sure? Or I'll just tell her, be careful. And she's like, yeah, yeah and she gets in. And then, and then she's like the next day, she's like, I'm glad you told me, because if not, I, I probably had one more and woke up, you know, a little groggy or something. You know, I I try to I, I try to figure that we're the same. We're the same team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, if one of us is getting lit and the other one needs to chill, you know. Yeah. Now, to her credit, and this has happened quite a few times where we do go out and do something. You know, 9, 30, 10, she's like, you know, let's go home. And at first, because, you know, again, I'm about to hit that third gear, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, it's like, it's almost like, remember when you said get ready to go out at 10 o'clock at night, you know, well, mm-hmm. I don't know if we still do it now, but you know, our twenties, you know, yeah. and, uh, and so like that, like, then we get home, I'm able to go to bed by midnight, I wake up and I'm not as tired or as hungover. So I'm just like, you know, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. The, the other day we were at, a uh, just chilling at a, a beer spot and, we were there and we we just shouldn't like watching TV, you know, because it's sports and shit, whatever's on TV. And we saw two like room flips, like mm-hmm. people come in, do eat, drink, whatever, and leave. People come in. I was like, I think we probably need to go. You know, it's like we've just been here too long. You know, we're just sitting there having a good time, just talking yeah. and shit, just being mm-hmm. out of the house. Because I mean, really, it's just Jenny and I. There's nobody else, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're just we're just always kicking it. So that's why I say we same team. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. All right, Paul, let's take a quick commercial break. Throwing some good music, a little fade in. We'll get back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Hopefully that was a good break. Some nice uh, copywritten music that will get us fined in the future. I don't give a fuck. Welcome back to the show. You know, cousin time. Two cousins who don't really know each other, trying to get to know each other, making a podcast. Here we go. Yes, Let's sir. go, Mr. PG. All right. Well, uh, just piggyback off what we were talking about uh, before the break. Let's take a quick questionnaire to say, here are seven signs you found the right woman. Hmm. Ain't right. surprising me some shit, ain't Yes, sir. Maybe my fucking divorce. <laughs> yeah, I always wonder that it's like you know, red flags. They're like my wife has like six red flags, but <laughs> she's like uh, alcoholic, uh, yeah. druggy. Yeah, uh, he eats too much. He smokes. Uh, his cousin challenged him, and he quit halfway through. Uh, uh, he doesn't know how to do a microphone. His editing. Oh shit! That's just my my issues with it. <laughs> yes. All right, you go. Number one. There is an instant connection. While their expectations to this rule, most happy couples will say there was a connection of some type and that they felt it quickly. The simple fact is that you can't love someone you're not attracted to. This only applies to physical appearance, but emotional and intellectual as well. What do you think? Uh, Are you asking if I have that? 
Yeah, instant connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she was my first agent. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, just uh, we got to know each other and we got married pretty really quick. So, yeah, I guess there was a connection. Yeah, yeah, us too. The big connection. Uh, she says as soon as she saw me, she thought I was the one. But uh, I was kind of like in the middle of a divorce, you know. I mean, yeah. we've been separated for a long time, so I was kind of still guarded, you know what I mean. But um, there've been a couple of times where I'm sure you've had that, where you're just kind of looking at her, you know, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm lucky, Aww. you know. I'm not. Yeah, I, I, well, me, I'm the I'm the opposite, and I think I was talking about it. I was not too long ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, my office door was open, and Jenny was in the kitchen. She was doing something, and I was like, "The fuck is wrong with you?" Mm-hmm. Like why we why are you the one with me you know and i was like because i feel something's wrong with me so obviously something's wrong with her mm-hmm. but then when she goes psychopath so then i was like oh we're, we're good we're good together all right here we go number two out of seven your thought patterns are similar in most ways men in a committed happy relationship are still taken aback by how frequent or frequently our thoughts seem to align with our partners two people meant for each other will often complete each other's sentences Mm, that seems i wouldn't go that far we have very similar thought issues i wouldn't say i'd finish her sentence because her is, first language is chinese and mine's english so there's no possible way yeah yeah speaking of which um <laughs> forgive my ignorance yeah um, the yang and the yin yeah, <laughs> the, the uh race is best. the uh uh squid games that's korean right korean Koreano. yeah and your wife is taiwanese taiwanese so totally different language are you stupid or something Yes, Paul. Okay. <laughs> I, I knew that. I just wanted to make sure. So your dad is Mexican and your mom's American. <laughs> Same language. Latinx. <laughs> yeah, Latinx. Yeah, well, your dad, you know, jokes aside, your dad, I'm sure his pronoun is male. I don't want to assume, but yeah. So do, yeah. do your mom and your dad speak the same? First, Were their first languages the same? Uh, No. Spanish. My mama spoke Spanish to him. Cut that shit. All right, let's go to number yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. All right, number three. Affection and love grows in time. Following the first couple of dates, once you know whether or not there's something there. In the later stages, truly happy couples will reminisce about how their love and affection for one another grew over time. Imperfections are accepted, even embraced. True. Yeah, I agree. true here. Yeah. yeah. Because you can have that, you know, what, what you think is that fast, instant connection but then, um, you know, you kind of fall out. And I think the longer you get to know somebody, the more of their the in- intricacies of their personality comes out. So you, I mean, you can hide, you know, how fucking crazy you are for the first year or two. I think that's mm-hmm. when you start moving past that, you know, you know, like, hey, yeah, this this person is like this. And, um, you know, you fit and mold with each other. Yeah. And, and it's always moving. On. It's a moving uh, 13 and a half years. Marriage. On 13, 13 and a half years. Man. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. man. That's, that's over a decade. But yeah, no I'm shit. like, <laughs> I'm like four years. No, well, mm-hmm. been, been with her five years married for two. So yeah, I mean, I think it does grow. But I think we're kind of still in that learning phase. Yeah. You know, yeah, what I, mean? I, I do think looking back at it now, I, I would say like the first four years, you're definitely figuring shit out. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you ever have the seven year itch, as everybody says? No, uh, I, the, our joke was every five years we uh, do a it's it's a joke, but we always like every five years we're going to renew our contract. So our contract is coming up. We like LeBron James. You got a, a year uh, uh, option year. Yeah. Or you're going to take your your Yeah, you're going to take your that. Of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Right. Literally. Something. Well, speaking of that, uh, number four, you laugh together a lot. If your relationship lacks humor and laughter, that's usually not a good sign. A mutual sense of humor is among the most important indications of chemistry. You like 
I have probably known a couple of whose laughter sense of humor is on the level. Okay, yeah, fuck all that. So yeah, uh, you guys laugh together a lot, just crack jokes and shit. Yeah, yeah, just cracking jokes. Like I, I mean, I say the most, the craziest, wildest shit, and she'll she get, just to just to make her laugh, or she'll do it uh, to me. I I want to say it's it's like genuine laughter. It's not like an mm-hmm. inside joke laugh. It's just like I make a joke and she'll start laughing. Like I, I feel good when we one of she's actually listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. One of us cracks a joke and she cracks a genuine laugh like that. To me, that's uh, fun to fun to hear. It was funnier. You or her? Me. You? Just because. Uh, so, I mean, to be honest, like English is her second language. So she doesn't oh, understand a lot of the. And Spanish is doble sentido, the, the double meaning in jokes and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. She, yeah, she doesn't. Was there like a barrier with like, I mean, how did you do with the language? I'm, I'm assuming her language isn't as good as it is now. No, I mean, she she graduated from UT. So it's oh, not okay. like it's not like when we first got together. She's like, OK, Mr. Chichin, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like that. Like she, she she got a higher level of education than I do. You yeah, know? Um, uh, it's just you. it's just the, the small jokes and stuff that she didn't understand because she learned the language, not the way that we did, where, you know, it's like, you know, stop acting like a little bitch. It's like, you know, stop being a little whiny baby. And she thought I was would call her a B word, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we laugh a lot. We we crack jokes. I mean, sometimes even even too much. And it gets to the point to where like she's feeding off of me and saying shit yeah. that I would say kind of like, yeah. you know, not completing the sentences, but completing the joke yeah. or like, she'll say like something out of context, like, you know, Oh man, that was a big one. And then she'll look at me, you know, <laughs> waiting for me to say, I or like, you know, I'll do one of those. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 have to, I have to admit. Like, so like Jenny for a long time. So, okay. Let's go back to the last week's podcast. You uh, said, at the very beginning, her English is getting better. I'm like, well, I got to keep her in a cage, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, she didn't know the joke. Uh, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. She didn't get it. Uh, she didn't understand. Like that. So I, I would say like whenever you, it's like the I joke, right? So yeah. then um, I would say a couple years into our relationship, uh, I said something. She's like, that's what she, it's like the the office. I, it, mm-hmm. It's not even, I'm not even stealing that joke. Uh, she's like, that's what she said. And I laughed. She goes, did I get it? Was that, was that right? And I was like, hey, you, know, you, you got <laughs> nice. it. Yeah. yeah. So it was that's those funny. jokes, right? She didn't just understand, you know, the, the concept. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she would, she would break it down. She was like, well, why did, why would she say something like that? You know, that kind yeah. of thing. I got you. All right. Yeah. She, most- she's not a simpleton, Paul. <laughs> yeah, she's got like mul- like- multiple, yeah. She's got multiple degrees from multiple college universities here. So yeah. 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 What's uh, what's Michael Jackson's dad's Dave? Do you remember? Tito? No, not Tito. Uh, Fuck, what's the name? I yeah, I can't remember. Uh, well, anyway, so uh, you, you're the Michael Jackson dad where you were like, you got to read every day from the dictionary. That's <laughs> yeah. what you said in the last podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, I just went along with you. With the <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I know. Yeah, he didn't keep her in a cage, everybody, okay? This is yeah. it. Uh, uh, the boys, if anybody's seen the boys. Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. Yeah, I got, yeah. I call. yeah. All right, um, let me see where we at. Number five, there's a mutual unshakable sense of respect. We're not talking type about where we're not talking about the type of respect shown to one's boss, nor are we talking about morality based respect. When you found the right one, the relationship develops, the love and adoration you have for her will be so entrenched that the last thing you'll want to do is hurt her. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I do tell her, tell her and remind her a lot like, hey, it's you and us versus everybody else, mm-hmm. meaning uh, we going to ride or die together. I, mm-hmm. I told her I will. I mean, it's it's not literal, but it's like it, it, w- I always break it down like this. If we go to jail for whatever reason, I ain't snitching on you. You ain't snitching on me. Mm. You know, it's like a code. You know, I don't want to say it's a broker. It's just like a code that you should have with your significant other. Right. It's just mm. it's you and I. If somebody says, well, ch- you know, your chest said something about you. If it did, if you didn't hear it come from me, I didn't say it. And we also have a code just in case we're both in, in trouble. If I'll tell you all the code, 
if I told her, it's like, if, you know, let's just say she's somebody says, you know, call your husband, get all this money. If she calls me by my government name, I know we're in trouble. And if I call her by her government name, we're in trouble. Like, what's your government name? <laughs> just kidding. All right. Redacted. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I think for us, there is, there's definitely a respect thing. I mean, we're still kind of new, uh, but I have embraced the partner aspect of being in a marriage where, you know, like you said, you know, it's, it's you and me to the day we die. Like everything falls off in the world, but yeah. it's just going to be me and her. That's the vow. You know, I've always taken marriage very seriously. You know, my last marriage, um, I did cheat before I got married the first time. But once we got married, you know, we both were like, let's just wipe the slate clean. And we did, you know, and then everybody knows. How Sounds like are. an Eminem song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> everybody like, knows. Was, I thought we wiped the slate clean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but with this one, with this marriage, I'm kind of more just like you said, just just doing the partner. They like, like you, my partner. Mm-hmm. We've got to, you know, be respect. But there have been times where we've gotten into huge fights where the respect wasn't there, you know, but we mm-hmm. at least identify it the next day where it you know we hey i'm sorry i said that to you you're sorry you said that to me whatever you know what i'm saying so we're able to work it out and that that's new to me that we're able to do that and and you know i'm grateful for that so there's no you know getting things and pushing them down and resenting yeah. resentment there's no reason yeah i always say just whatever you gotta say just say it we'll figure it out yeah there we go uh a couple more people out there number six your priorities will change does anybody else know of the playboy who settled down got married and had kids that's what the right woman does. She grabs your heart. You grab hers. You both fall into deep love for men who at one time loved the single life. That period of time quickly fades from memory. Not only does it fade, but you're so thankful that it is. I feel like this is just like the they want to make it like a, a perfect storyline. Like not every storyline is perfect. Like mm-hmm. I can't say I was out partying and shit like, nah, that's not that wasn't me. But I just I the, found the right person the, at, at that time, whatever, maybe and made it work. Yeah, just. It's not going to be a playboy. It's just your your individual person, personality. Yeah, I was a playboy for about, I don't know, eight months uh, during all of the you know, divorce and then all of that. And it was fun. Yes, we get it. You were skinny. <laughs> yeah, okay. it, was, it was fun. However, uh, I was, what, early 30s? And I couldn't really hang. So I did all my partying in my 20s. So I think it kind of just comes with maturity, man, that when you grow up out of it. You know, that's why I think that the divorce rates are so high right now because people get married out of high school, out of college, you know, in their twenties, like, no, yeah. I tell my, my 21 year old or 20 year old, Hey, you know, wait till your thirties minimum to get married, like kids and all that, that shit can wait. Like just wait. You and I was 20 and then get married. Yeah. Shit, man. I didn't even know you were married until they told me. <laughs> they were like, yeah. No, like I said, it's, it's, it's not for everybody. Like I, yeah. I look at people who are married one or two years and I'm like, fuck man, you got a, some shit coming to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I didn't see it when I was there. Obviously, hopefully I made it through it. I'm not going to say it's even perfect now. You know, mm-hmm. somebody they're like y'all, your parents, my parents, you know, all aunts and uncles, they've been married for a long time, longer than I've even been alive. You know, like mm-hmm. they there's some shit going to go all the way through. You know, it's 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 a never ending thing. You know, just you got to just with that person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ditto on that. Ditto yeah. on that. Uh, yeah. My priorities, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they did change. I got kids, so I had no choice, really. <laughs> so, all right. Last but, game week. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> last but never least. You want the same things in life. This one is very important. Most many relationships that end do so because one wants something or the other doesn't. You know, kids, house living, different country, whatever, full time staying home. While you won't necessarily want everything the other does, life changing wants and needs should mutually be agreed upon. Would you uh, agree with that? I say uh, you make concessions, like obviously not with uh, kids. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's I think that's a big thing. I, mean, I think um, we're all a lot or a lot of us are mistake kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, like I, Jenny's had chances to move to New York and I was like, I don't want to stand in, in front of that. I'll fucking go wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and she'll do that for me. But I'm just I, there's concessions in, in every marriage. But I think I think it's the trust level. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not always going to be on the same page. I think one of the reasons we we didn't have kids, I think now we both don't want to have kids, but there'd be one point like, I want a kid. And she's like, I don't. And then she's like, I want a kid. And like, I don't. So mm-hmm. we never met there, but I think we're much happier now not having any kids. Yeah. And, and yeah, we, we do f- as well for the most part, but uh, like, I'm glad that she's following her dream. I'm glad that she's still dancing professionally. I mean, I think if I was a professional soccer player, which I could have been, I'm just kidding, that it, she would want to. She would want to follow Sorry, my dream. Fucking muckle come out of my nose. <laughs> yeah, because it didn't sound like a joke at first. I thought you were really gonna like, been a player, but I hurt my ankle and then like, I gained yeah. six hundred yeah. pounds. That hang up the hang up the cleats. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I don't want her to be gone, but she's gone so much, especially in the evenings. And then she works full time, so I don't see much of her now. Lately, I have been. Which is yeah, good but when that, for us when that tip money come in. No, well, exactly. No, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> when that tip money, but when that paycheck come in, it's like yeah. whoa, you know. But now that the summer's over, school started, she's home a lot more. So it's a little, it's a, it's a transition for me because it's like you know, I'm used to coming home from work. She's at work. I talk to her over the phone. I go get the kid, bring him over here, and then I, you know, get the kids to wherever they need to get to and do all of that. And then when she's home, the dynamic changes. So like Demi, the little one, he's a lot different with her than he is with me. You know, he's he just runs, you know, runs shit around her, jumping on shit, yelling, screaming. But I don't play that shit, you know, so I'm like, stop jumping on the couch and he'll just stop, you know. So uh, I think we do want the same things. And I just for me, it just I want her to be happy. And that was one thing that I told her is like, I don't ever want to, like you said, you know, stand in the way of anything that makes you happy or makes you want to do. And I think I even said that, you know, if you want to you know, leave this relationship, leave this before we got married. Leave yeah. this relationship you know if you want to be happy with someone else that that's fine you know i just want to see you happy and i think wanting her to be happy kind of drives me and helps me to not see her as much because i do want to see her you know but mm-hmm. you know it is what it is. my dad always says that shit you know sacrifice sacrifice you know he's always said that to me and i never got it until you know these last few years being with her and seeing how much she does dance work and all that so yeah we'll see what happens and she's good you know and, and it shows you know mm-hmm. yeah so. no I, I think i'm in a, a different dynamic just because we do, we both work from home. So we're around each other all the time. And for the longest time, like I'll go somewhere and Jimmy's like, well, I'll, I'll go with you. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, man, if I can just like, you know, stop sack riding. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been a few times where, uh, you know, she'll go get a haircut or something. I'll go walk. And because mm-hmm. honestly, she has gone, you know, 95% of the time, 99% of the time. And the one day, like, I was like, fuck, man, I wish she was here. Like, I wish she was here to, to talk to. That's it, mm-hmm. you know? So not to sound cheesy or anything, it's like, it's, she, we people. So like I said, we we are the same team. So, mm-hmm. um, and just, we're around each other all the time. So if I'm in, in the room playing video games and shit, like, she's cool with it. She's watching, you know, TV yeah. while we're chilling. Yeah, one thing I definitely learned for the young people out there listening, you know, make sure you guys have your own time. You know, hopefully that trust is there where you don't have to, you know, where are you going? What are you doing? You know, all that. Like, no, like, I'm too old for that shit. You know, it's like, hey, I, I need but to see, have my time. You know, I, I understand where you come from. Mm-hmm. But remember that we are a different generation. We didn't have social media. So sure. we're not always looking at social media. They're they're fucking our 24 seven on social media. And they're doing this and liking this page. And like, so there's there could be a lot more insecurities that uh, a young lady or woman can have when they're if they're dating. Like, well, why are you liking that girl's post or me? You know, I'll be scrolling through. And honestly, it's 
one page is mostly beer and mm. the other one is the 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 my personal page and you know there'll be a chick with beer with you know her boobs hanging out you know mm-hmm. to get the likes you know stuff like that yeah, and you know, yeah. genuinely but, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know i can understand where there could be insecurity you know 15 years ago jimmy like well why are you why are you looking at that and i was like what's well, just on my feed you know i i can't i can't take away so the, i think the the key to the young kids or to any relationship is open communication yeah absolutely yeah and then and, and trust and trust yeah <laughs> but i think trust comes with open communication Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't hold back. Don't be scared yeah. of your wife. You know, don't be scared yeah. of your husband. You know, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to upset him. Like no, like they yeah. upset him. Upset. Her, yeah, I, you know I think I mean? those those and those insecurities when you can talk through those is when you can have a better relationship. And it's not going to all be done, you know, first year. It's going to continue to be continue to go. Mm-hmm. We there's a whole episode we could get into. Maybe like Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about you know what, what our advice is. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I've been married and divorced. I definitely learned a shit ton from that one, and then this one, you know, whole new. No, I mean, and it, it would be interesting to hear from your perspective because mm-hmm. you have done that, and and I'm still uh, mm-hmm. married. So it's like, you know, you you there's some lessons to learn from you, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, I, I hate these freaking, uh, you know, surveys and. You know, how to know that your husband's going to beat you or something like it. You know what I mean? It's like how to see the red flags. It's like it should be common sense, people. I don't like because of the way they're written, because they want to make yeah. everything seem like it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And it's never that. Yeah. It's A, yeah. D. You know, it's like dyslexic ass A, D, F, G, H, and then B. You know, it's it, the shit never. It's never linear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything. Everybody's so different. Yeah. And everyone's so known. different. Yeah. Just yeah. because this worked for you doesn't mean it's going to work over here or because it worked with this person. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can say the same thing to that person. I mean, you being the key to that. Right. Yeah. Well, there we go. Oh, there Man, Paul, why you get us so deep? I don't know. See, I didn't even mean to. I was just, nah, you know, nah, it's good. Was, yeah. see, while I was waiting, I was just yeah. flipping through uh, Facebook and I was like, oh, you know what? Let's talk about this. Fuck it. This is our uh, <laughs> our, our uh, other boxing talk. And like yeah. I said, hopefully the people out there will realize that I don't, we don't want to be on a strict topic. So, uh, you know, if the boxing went too long, we, we know for that we'll cut down. But I think these are gonna, what are going to be with the podcast are just long form conversations, mm-hmm. uh, just people talking, you know, and just, you know, going with the flow. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys can relate and you know, to get the wisdom from you know, our aunties and uncles out there that are listening. Yeah, yeah. I, it would it honestly that that would be interesting to hear from our aunts and uncles who we haven't talked to in a long time, seeing how they've gone through, you know, for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go, man. There you go. Yeah. Well, with that, and, we wrap and- this shit up, man. And with that, Paul, we got into it. Kid games, relationship issues, memories and stuff. But you know, at the end of the day, we're going to be here another week. Hopefully, y'all stick along with us. Yes, sir. And everybody out there, we thank you. Thank you again. Once again, uh, the numbers are looking decent. The numbers are good. And, you know, we wouldn't be here without you guys. So thank you for the bottom of our hearts for being there with us, being there every week. And we promise we'll be there for you. If I can't make it, you know, Chad's going to have to do one by himself. But I don't see that happening, knocking on wood, you know. So, uh, you know, with that, everybody, you know, be good, think good, love good. And, you know, make sure you, I don't know, I guess, love your wife, you know. Love your family. Another. Yes, yeah, never another. Make sure that just be good to them. Don't beat them. Don't be stingy. Pee on me. How'd that one feel? I liked it. I liked yeah. it. Which one? The last that part? Re- yeah, yeah because I want to think about it. I could have sworn I read it as uh, relive something in your life.